Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Tyler's Place podcast, the official podcast of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, Southern Jurisdiction, Mother Supreme Council of the World. I am your host, Matt Bowers, 32nd degree Scottish Rite Mason, coming to you from the House of the Temple in Washington, D.C., and this interview is a little bit of an extension from an article and an interview I did with Brother Dr. John Kyle Day. He is a professor of history at the University of Arkansas at Monticello. He penned an article in the March-April 2023 edition of the Scottish Rite Journal on the time that he took to conduct research here at the House of the Temple for the Quattro Coronati Conference. And the subject matter was the reformation of Freemasonry in the former states of the Confederacy, but particularly in Arkansas in the aftermath of the American Civil War. I will include a link to that article reading as well as the interview in the notes for this interview. Needless to say, it is quite the honor and privilege to have the opportunity to conduct that sort of research and then present it to a group such as the Quattro Coronati. So without taking any more of your time, oh, by the way, I failed to remind you all that the Tyler's Place podcast was ranked in the top 20 of Feedspot.com's top Masonic podcasts. Okay, just had to get that in there. So it is my honor and privilege to have the opportunity to interview Brother John Kyle Day and to share it with you all. So have a listen. Enjoy. Super happy you were able to uh, have some time to share your your experience with me at the Quattro Coronati. And I'm asking this this first question really for anyone, not just for Masons. How do you go about getting research or an article accepted by them for presentation? It seems like a really privileged opportunity to be a part of that process. Well, I think so. I, I am very privileged and honored to to be a member of Quattro Coronati Correspondent Circle. Just to review, uh, Quattro Coronati uh, Lodge number 2076 is a member of the United Grand Lodge of England, and it is the oldest and most prestigious lodge of research in the world, or so it says. And uh, they were a lodge that started back in the late 19th century to uh, use some of the theories of history and methods of of mo- uh, the modern historical discipline. They were the first one to really apply that to free, Freemasonry and mm-hmm. take a more, uh, you know, we have this romantic view of history and so forth and uh, and ro- um, a romantic view of uh, legendary uh, view of uh, the origins of Freemasonry and so forth. But they were the first ones to kind of professionalize and use that. Um, 
And it's a very prestigious lodge, limited just a few members. It's by invitation only. Uh, I'm very honored to be a member of the correspondence, the Guadalcoronati Correspondence Circle, mm-hmm. which is open to uh, anyone. Uh, and I think any Mason and as well as non-Masons alike. And so um, we receive their uh, uh, annual communication. We're able to attend their conferences, uh, able to um, uh, receive some of their uh, other benefits. Uh, uh, So while I'm not a member of the lodge, I'm very, uh, very honored and uh, blessed to be a part of the the correspondence so I'll be able to participate. Uh, This lodge, um, I was I attended the uh, was going to attend the meeting in 2020 which was uh, called Freemasonry on the Frontier. And it was a um, dedicated to uh, Freemasonry in the New World, and particularly uh, on the frontier in the 18th and 19th century. And it was, in, it was gonna be in Boston, but uh, it was canceled because of the pandemic. Uh, but uh, I, was, uh, I went ahead and submitted an essay and it was accepted anyway uh, for publication. So that came out in 2021, which is a really great volume, by the way, if you wanna, there's some really great authors in there. And um, uh, so this next meeting uh, was um, uh, held in honor of the 1723 constitutions, Mm -hmm. uh, which is really one of the founding constitutions of modern Freemasonry and so forth. And um, particularly um, the way uh, it has been betrayed as one of the founding documents of the enlightenment uh, and more and more rational uh, view of the world. And so I submitted a paper on that uh, pertaining to my research and, my research was on one of the latter aspects of that, particularly regarding the Civil War and Reconstruction. Uh, but it was accepted, and I was uh, allowed to go to uh, King's College, excuse me, Queen's College at uh, Cambridge and give a presentation. So, yes, I was very honored to do that. Uh, I'm very uh, glad to do so. But I, but I would strongly encourage everyone to, uh, um, if you are interested in Masonic research, to uh, join uh, QCCC or uh, join our own, I think, which is really great, uh, Scottish Rite Research um, right. Society right. Uh, and the the wonderful uh, book uh, annual publication of Heritage that we get. We have some, we're attracting some of the leading Masonic scholars in the world uh, who are submitting to uh, to Heritage, and our editor Adam Kindle just does a crackerjack job. Uh, the volumes look really nice. The articles are very well edited. They're thoroughly uh, reviewed, uh, uh, really tip-top, really tip-top stuff that's going there. And, and you also, also as a member of Scottish Rite Research Society, you get um, a copy of the Plum Line, which is our annual newsletter, which has yep. some great articles in there as well. So uh, I, I, I really enjoy, as a professional historian, and who's also uh, really active in Freemasonry, it, it gives me an opportunity to, to study my, you know, uh, one of my uh, uh, most important parts of my life and kind of, I, I used to think that Mark Twain said, make your vacation, your vocation or vocation, your vacation. or right. vice versa." I now found out that I don't think he, he said that, but uh, <laughs> it's still a good, it's still a good saying. And so I, I like to use that as well. It's allowed me to do some traveling and uh, to uh, uh, pursue research in Masonic libraries and I've really a labor of love. So I'm very honored to be able to do that very much. And, uh, and uh, again, not just professional historians. I, I would encourage Masons. I, I think this is, we're always talking about rebuilding the fraternity and uh, our grand commander, James Cole has talked about a Renaissance coming in Freemasonry, which I, I hope I wholeheartedly agree with. I think this new generation is going to find a, a lot of uh, a good in Freemasonry. And I think we're going to have this Renaissance that commander Cole is talking about. And one of that is, is looking into our very rich history. And so I would encourage 
um, all of my Masonic brethren, if you're interested in, in history and if you're interested in Masonic history, uh, start with a, uh, you know, start with the history of your local lodge uh, and look at, you know, go, go look at minutes from the, from yesteryear and uh, talk about, you know, Freemasonry in your lodge from the depression or Freemasonry in lodge during the civil war. Some, we have a lot of minutes, you know, not, and I think probably on the East coast, much better than we do, but y'all, I'm sure that y'all have got minutes going back to prior to civil war and some of your old lodges and your grand lodge and, and looking at some of the um, work on, not just on, on research in, in that, that sense, but also uh, look at preserving a lot of your old photos that are, you know, lying in, yeah. in, in heaps uh, and, uh, you know, put, put those in, in nice frames and glass and get those on the wall and, and find out who those men were who came before us. Cause if we're going to, if we're going to pass on this great tradition that we've inherited and pass it on to the next generation, let's, uh, let's work to do that. And I think that will also help, help us to attract new members and in, in the next generation of, of Freemasons. I, I really do. Yeah. I, in, in my blue lodge, you know, I've got one brother that he'll have his first article published that he wrote in the uh, January, February, Scottish Rite Journal. And Great. he sent me something one day and he's like, what do you think of this? Do you think I could get this in the magazine? And I'm reading this and you you take for granted just because of the general conversations you have with people that that maybe they could have something something else brewing up there. And I read this article and I'm like, this is amazing. And I was like, I want to double check this. And I sent this, sent it to you know a coworker. And I was like, what do you think of this article? And you think we could get this submitted? And not five minutes later, he's back to me. He's like, absolutely. He's like, I don't even need to edit it. That's what right. I think he was happiest right. about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Again, the Scottish Rite Research Society, um, I, we just received uh, uh, Art DeHoyas's, um edition of uh, Albert Pike's The Porch in the Middle Chamber, which yep. I'm lo- really looking forward to reading. It's it's right there on my desk and it's on that stack, but it's, it's next up. And yeah, we get really good scholarship uh, through the Scottish Rite Research Society and uh, just like Quadricordati uh, Correspondent Circle. So I would encourage all our brethren to, to get involved in those research organizations. A lot of states, a lot of jurisdictions have uh, individual lodges of research, like mm-hmm. uh, my Missouri, Missouri Lodge of Research is really great. If your state doesn't have one, if your region doesn't have one, getting a roundtable uh, – not just developing a lot of research, but at least a, a Masonic roundtable where y'all can find a common subject to to discuss and and research for programs of education. Uh, I would encourage everyone to get involved in that. Yeah, Absolutely. And to backtrack a little bit from the from the yeah. first question, you know, you said that the presentation is or the from the presentation end of things, it's not just Masons. It can be anybody presenting something. Yes. That, yes. As long as it's was- been accepted. Is that presentation, though, open to the public? Uh, yes, yes. It was not a tiled lodge at all. It was a okay. formal uh, history conference. Uh, now, uh, the majority of the the uh, of course, the majority of the scholars in the audience there were masons, but there was a, a get, there was a professional academics, of course, um, um, uh, some really famous Masonic scholars uh, were there. Uh, so uh, it was uh, it was it was really it was it was really nice. We had scholars from Turkey from uh, all over the United States, from Scotland, from England, from France, from Sweden, uh, really uh, Puerto Rico, really from across the globe, professional academics as well as independent scholars. And uh, I got some really good feedback on my paper. I had a a brother scholar from uh, Lebanon who gave me some good insights that I would never- And that kind of leads leads me up to the the next question that I had for you. You know, what kind of follow-up 
obviously this is more than just, I would assume more than just one day of hearing people present their research on something, correct? Yes. Yes. It was a, it was a three day event. Uh, it was really nice. It was at a Queens college in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cambridge is just fantastic. It's just such a beautiful uh, college town university. Right. Town. Queens college is um, uh, established in 1478, which, wow. you know, coming from, coming from the uh, Southern United States, that's 15 years before Columbus, you know, arrived. So right. <laughs> really mind blowing for, for, for someone like me. Uh, and sure. uh, just getting a chance to tour uh, Cambridge, uh, university, the university community and all the great colleges there. And a lot of the history there was really fantastic. The, the night we arrived, we arrived a day early and uh, the um, Cambridgeshire was having a, uh, the end of a five-year festival. And so there was a, uh, Stewards Lodge, who was hosting an event, and it was closed door event. But to see the see one of their great steward lodges out in full regalia and in their tuxedos, uh, and talking with them about uh, English Freemasonry, that was quite educational in its own right. Uh, some really nice, nice guys, nice fraternity brothers. Yeah, uh, very much so. How is there a limited amount of follow up? post your presentation? Is it formal? Is there a group of people that are asking you questions about it? You know, I, I would, I wouldn't assume that it's like, here's my work. And and that's that. Uh, no, well, I, I was uh, at the uh, end of the day, but it was a formal academic conference. So we had different panels on different themes. And since uh, my uh, paper was uh, regarding the civil war and reconstruction, it was the last period of time. Most of the conference focused on the 18th century, on Hanoverian uh, England, mm-hmm. on does the 1723 constitutions themselves, uh, how the 1723 constitutions really proliferated throughout the Atlantic world uh, as an impetus and driver for the Enlightenment. Of course, probably the most famous aspect for Americans is uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin's first book that he published was the 1723 constitutions uh and that was the first book that uh that that brother franklin uh published and so he felt it necessary to get those out there and so we talk about the american enlightenment you know franklin being the head of the american enlightenment but getting that out there um kind of the uh the intellectual milieu that was hanoverian england with sir isaac newton and desigueres who was Newton's assistant and uh, learned quite a bit a lot th- about that. It was really great. Uh, my panel included um, Brother Oscar Lane from the Grand Lodge of New York. He's he's one of the really one of the great Masonic writers working today. So it's a privilege to to work with him. And he was he was talking about revolutionary uh, revolutionary Freemasonry a little bit uh, before mine, but getting a chance to to uh, rub elbows basically. Uh, yeah, to rub elbows with some of the great scholars is is uh, was really great. And it just uh, Margaret Jacobson, of course, one of the fa- founders of a formal study of Freemasonry in the, mm-hmm. in the modern days. Of course, her, her famous book, Living the Alignment, she was there. So it was a it was a great, great opportunity. Yeah, I, I got a little bit of taste of of research and history. This was my first uh, biennial session in D.C. that I, I was obviously I was working at, but I, I got to attend some of the things. And, and one of them was the uh, presentation from illustrious brother Brent Morris and, and Art de Hoyas. Sitting there, and I, now, granted, I was there with the microphone to for people to ask questions and stuff like that. But some of the questions, and certainly some of the answers, I, I'm standing there and just I'm jaw drop, you know, because it's like I have no idea what any of this is, mm-hmm. and I really, <laughs> I, I really need yeah. to crack the books, as as they would say, to you know, to get into that. 
Yeah, bro- brothers Morris and uh, De Hoyas are both members of Quattro Coronati, and mm-hmm. I think uh, Brother Morris is a past master. You know, they're of course uh, two of the great Masonic scholars of of their generation. So uh, it's nice to have them in the Scottish Rite. And again, I would encourage all of our brothers if you get a chance, particularly a Scottish Rite brethren, but but everyone visit the, the House of the Temple and visit our great library that we have. Remember, that's our library, and it's the oldest pub, uh, the oldest library in Washington D.C. It's just uh, a treasure trove of uh, Masonic history and so forth, and and uh, great Masonic titles throughout the world. But get get interested in studying in masonry, and and uh, yeah. our lectures are great, and our lectures are important. But but study our history because we've got a history that's out there. We just need to remember it, and we need to we need to bring it to the to the forefront. As equally important as the library would be our librarian, Larissa Watkins. Yes, she, yes. She probably knows more than than the average Mason out there. Yes, I really enjoyed meeting Miss Watkins. She's she's fantastic. I she's, had to, uh, I brought my boy there, and she was so kind to let my boy uh, hang out while I did research. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she was so helpful in all my research requests. Just to, just to, yeah, uh, we have a great staff there at, at the House of the Temple. So the when is this research presentation? When and how is it available to the public? Is it video, um, audio, written? I, I would check the. Uh, I should have done this before I spoke with you, but uh, I would check the Quadricornati uh, website. They have more information, and uh, we on their Quadricornati YouTube channel, they're going to have mm-hmm. the entire conference up on YouTube uh, pretty soon. Um, oh, there's wow. also some some really good video, videos on the Q, on the Quadricornati uh, uh, YouTube channel. If you want to check them out, there's a really good uh, video on the uh, 1723 constitutions. And I was actually going to show that um, we saw that at the um, at the conference. But but that's something I get from Masonic education. It'd be really easy to show that film to everybody's lodges during Masonic education. You know, during, at lodge night, it'd be something that people would really be interested in. And it would kind of spark conversations, I think, about about uh, about uh, the Enlightenment, about Masonry's relationship to, with the Enlightenment and so forth. Right. What other parts of the process can, you know, the, of, of going over there and being involved, can you add, you know, as, as just a separate thing? Uh, I would I would uh, encourage people, um, again, this is, uh, so we're talking about bucket lists, but uh, getting a chance to go to the United Grand Lodge of England was fantastic and going to their library which uh, is again is uh, it's the sea. There's so much to, to to look at. I was only able to spend a couple of days in their archives, but it's critical to my research. I'm hoping to go back as soon as I can. I'm maybe able to go back in March um, uh, to continue on this project. I'm hoping to um, produce uh, at least one more article in this. It's kind of a trilogy uh, from the first two volumes. It's my uh, next article will be. Um, somewhat of a coda to the uh, the theme that I've been working on. And um, so I'm hoping to go back, but I encourage you, if you get a chance, uh, United Grand Lodge of England is quite impressive. And to uh, uh, yeah, go there and, and if you if you get a chance, it, it's 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 really uh, uh, worth it to uh, for for every Mason uh, to do uh, to, to go for sure. I hope um, we can uh, again, I would encourage everybody, I think next uh, October, we just had the um, annual meeting of the Scottish Rite Research Society the last month uh, at, in, in Indiana University, which is another great archive. They have the, uh, I'm probably going to get the exact wording wrong, but they have the Institute on Modern Fraternalism at, at Indiana University. Oh. 
And uh, that's where the uh, annual meeting of the Scottish Rite Research Society was next year. I, I'm not sure where it's going to be next year, but I, I know I'm no I'm pretty sure it's going to be in October. I'd encourage everyone to, uh, if you can, try to go there and hear some great scholars doing doing uh, some some work in, in Freemasonry and so forth. Once again, huge thanks to Brother John Kyle Daly for sharing his amazing opportunity to present his research at the Quator Coronati. I am Matt Bowers, 32nd degree Scottish Rite Mason. The Tyler's Place podcast is brought to you by the Supreme Council of the Scottish Rite, Southern Jurisdiction, Mother Supreme Council of the World. You can check us out on our homepage at scottishrite.org, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Scottish Rite Freemasonry, on YouTube at Scottish Rite Masons. If you have any comments or questions, please leave one for us. Also, make sure you like and share this podcast. And we will catch you next time here at the Tyler's Place.